I'm Craig McCormick. I'm the editor-at-large for Commercial Integrator. Joined today by Bobby Swartz. He's the president for Star and Marketing. Hey, Bobby, how are you doing today? Wonderful, Craig. How's it going? Very well, thanks. Thanks for joining me here to, to talk about AV as a service. Uh, I know this is uh, something that has a lot of different meanings to a lot of different people out there. Um, there's not maybe one concise definition that, that everybody follows. What do you consider AV as a service? And, and when you're talking to customers, how, how do you define it? Over the years, more that's been coming up and up is this idea of AV as a service. And what is that? So, you know, one, one avenue of that that we hear over and over, so we started to put a program together was, you know, think about the copier industry. Who owns a $50,000 print copier now in their office? No one. Nobody's done that for a decade. You own it as a service. It's part of your operational expenses. You know, and as we get now into our world, the AV world, you start thinking, who's got, who, who's paying for their UC services up front? No, every, you know, between Hangouts, between zoom between teams you have all these solutions that you're paying for month to month it's an operational expense it's fundamental communications but the hardware still is really big capital expenditure so one of the first things we looked at is services there's really a need for being able to have operational expenses for your av hardware bundle that into a monthly expense and that's you know it seems like a simple thing but then when you look at how fragmented the av industry is you know that's it's a lot of work. It's complicated. That's banking. We don't do banking. That's not, you know, there's some resellers who have done it and they do a great job getting into their services. But in mass, how do you meet the demand of the, the demand of the market? I mean, with Zoom alone is a skyrocketing ship that, you know, people are converting over to all the time. How do you, how do you meet that need of their end users to offer a operational expense solution? So one of that's one of the first things we attacked and we came up with a really easy to use because again, we're not dealing with the end user. So how do we make it easy for integrators to be able to offer, you know, what do they need? They need cash flow. They need to have money up front. They need to get paid. That's how their business runs. And we get that. They can't front the money. Neither can we. We brought together the partners to be able to say, hey, Mr. Integrator, your customers are asking for this big project, $100,000, $500,000, million project of communications gear. How would you like to offer it to them so that they have a, I don't know, 36-month service where they don't ever own the gear. They don't have to capitalize it and you get paid right away. And all you have to do is connect the dots and it takes uh, less than 24 hours to do it. Would that be something you'd like to offer your customers? So that was a whole lot of words, Craig, to simply for one little caveat, but to say, we went to our integrators and said, what are you hearing? What do you need? And we spent a year trying to bring together, not the complication, not the mess, but here's a, one service as AV as a service, one little pedestal that we're trying to make easy to be able to allow our integrators to do what they do best, not have to change their operations, but also meet that demand that we're all seeing in the marketplace. I know you mentioned that you guys have kind of a, a few different programs related to AV as a service. Uh, without maybe getting into every single detail on, on all of them, can can you maybe outline maybe some of the, the differences? Are, are there different levels? Is, is it you know based on the size of the integrator or are there other you know factors that, that play into it? So for us, we've got AV as a service. We're really looking as how to, how do we bring value to our industry and under that banner of, you know, that first market research of how do we make things easy? What are some of the biggest concerns? How do we make it easy? So starting out, we've got three main legs that we identified that were really important to both our integrators and, and or their customers, which is most important. We got to make everyone happy downstream. So how do we make things easy on things that are otherwise hard? So one of, you know, being able to offer operational expense 
for hardware and AV. That was one. That's a major one. One of the next ones that we had was, uh, especially focusing on Zoom rooms, was, you know, we have a solution where we put all the components down to the nuts, bolts, and screws and prepackaged Zoom rooms with the blessing of Zoom. So we make these complete certified kits that have everything you need to make it integration ready. Well, the problem is, is when you get the management warranty, every component has a different warranty, right? It's a pain to manage for everyone. So we started putting together assurance packages, which are advanced replacement. Everything in that kit's got a three-year assurance on it, and you can offer that. It's a small flat rate. You know, it's one of those things that, again, it seems simple, but it's really hard. It saves a lot of time and pain on the integration side. Fewer service calls. Oh, we have to troubleshoot. Who's got the warranty? Are we fronting the bill on replacing component? Making that easy. That was one that we had high demand for, especially in those types of solutions. And the other was, shocker, and most people might not consider this AV as a service, but really is, is the demand for hands-on education. As you know, Melissa Dillman here is on the team, uh, Infocom Woman of the Year, uh, Trainer of the Year, Educator of the Year, uh, kind of a dynamic uh, individual who really knows how to educate people. That was one when she came on board here uh, three years ago. How do we do hands-on training? And before, it was like, oh, it's so hard. It's so expensive. How do we focus it? How do you do hands-on? How do you get people? Where do you see that? Is there value in sending people out to get hands-on training? And that was the other, putting together, again, focused around Zoom. You might see a theme here. It's a big growing caveat we're jumping on. But you got to start somewhere. you got to start with a focus. And putting together, based around Zoom rooms and standards, how to do hands-on certification training on how to be, not just install stuff, not how to cramp down cables, but how to efficiently move through a project so you can, be, you can do more rooms with the same labor. Educating the labor force, the technical force, because that's been... Craig, I'm sure you've heard it. Labor is one of the hardest things we have in our industry right now from, you know, every survey we see every year is what's the biggest threat to your business? Not having enough talent. So how do you address that? Well, I can't just produce more labor, but we can work to make labor more efficient. Are all of your customers involved in AV as a service to some degree, or are there still, you know, some that are holding out or maybe haven't embraced it to this point? I think there's a lot who haven't, um, not necessarily embrace it, but might not, you know, we're busy day to day. Everyone is. That's a nice thing. Good economy. AV industry is growing uh, substantially the past couple of years. Um, and with not enough labor, everybody's doing more and wearing more hats. So I think a lot of this comes down to the, whenever we have the conversation, one of the services we have, whether it's the education, whether it's the being able to have the payment options, whether it's, whether it's having the insurance, something resonates. And so we're always looking for the new services to be able to have, see what resonates and where, what else we need to add under that umbrella. Um, I would say there's plenty available out there who have, who have not utilized, but I think it's not because it's not resonating because they haven't had time to hear the message. Do you hear specific objections, whether it's from your customers or just in, in the industry as, as a whole? I, I know there's a hashtag out there, AV as a service must die, which, uh, <laughs> you know, is, is obviously an extreme view and, you know, one one that, you know, is embraced by, by some and, you know, to some level of, uh, of you know, some to some level. Um, do you hear objections like that? 
the great Twitter battles of 2018 and 2019 on this topic. Um, there's, you know, it, it really, I think it comes down to perspective and context because there isn't a clear definition, you know, from an English perspective, what I hear a lot is AV as a service is something finite. Here at Starin, you know, how do we, we're the bridge between manufacturers, our resellers and the end users. So I get to step back and take a unique perspective, which is nice sometimes. And to me, what we're offering is what are the services that our resellers need? And, you know, th then you can debate the fine, finer things of, well, how do you offer AV as a service? Well, I know some integrators who are doing a bang up job with 90% of the revenue coming from a service model and they're rolling in it right now and so glad they made the decision. But that's not for everyone. That's not what the majority of our industry historically has been. So from my perspective, which is unique, it's taking AV as a service to us is what are the services our integrators need? I don't want to shove it down anyone's throat. What I want to say is I found opportunities that a lot of end users want and other dealers and integrators have utilized. Here's what we have available. It's made really easy so you don't have to change your business. And if you don't want them, that's great because I can do a lot of other things. But we really view it internally as our packages are tuned to how can we serve our integrators, our customers, or let them serve their customers better and efficiently. So I don't think that one so much gets, I, that way I can avoid those big controversies, I think, because I'm not saying this is the right way to do business or not. I'm giving options to be able to pivot business or be more efficient. And after that, it's it's whatever it's whatever anyone else needs. We've, we've got options and that's what I want to provide. I guess the, the last thing I wanted to ask you is, you know, kind of what, you see for AV as a service, whether it's a year down the road, five years down the road, do you, do you think it's something that eventually is going to become, you know, either you do it that way or you're not going to make it in the industry or, or do you think it's, you know, still going to be just, you know, kind of an optional thing and, you know, something that you can do if you want to or what, what, what kind of things do you see for it? I see the need for agility to be key. Um, at the end of the day, um, whether it's my customers, whether it's our integrators customers, we're really serving the wider market. And there's so much disruption happening in that market now with just customer expectations. I don't want to say what it is going to be. What I need to say is we all need to have the tools to adapt to it quickly because otherwise that's, I mean, you look at uh, you look at industries or companies who have failed to adapt. Kodak always comes to mind. Um, somebody who created digital camera technology and then licensed it out and let that be. I mean, that's an extreme example. But at the end of the day, it was a lack of agility. So, how Aviasaurus for us at Seren will continue to grow. It. There'll be as we identify needs for certain customers, we'll look at how we can scale that, make it easy, and widen it out to our other customers. Will we force it on anyone? No, but that gives, we want to be able to provide our integrators the options that if something happens to their business or they see the need, we have a tool that allows them to seamlessly, quickly turn on that dime and have options available to them. And at the end of the day, it's that agility that makes us all thrive and grow.